Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Today, we are going to be looking at the ancestral waves. And so some of you might be a little bit scared for today's show, but uh, we're trying to look at this energy of family and friends and culture and our places that we hang out on on the earth and see where it all sort of comes together, fits together, and where does it fall apart. And it's just like a wave. And so sometimes the waves are really fun and everybody's having a great time. And then other times it's just like complete wipeout. So when we say ancestors, it means different things to different people. It could be an energy looking at a couple of generations back in your family. It could just be a few strands of DNA (laughs) that you seem to deal with this lifetime. For some, it conjures up ideas about family traditions or traditions in the culture. Uh, For some, it's about money curses or traps of repeating energies, um, Sometimes uh, families have the same recurring fights <laughs> and, you know, the holidays kind of ramp it all up. Uh, for some, it's about breaking modes of being. When we say ancestors, maybe we're breaking up modes of energy or we're uh, using modes of energy that have to do with the ancestors. Um, it could be also the energies of being downtrodden or being ultra wealthy. It could be the energies of boom and bust, windfalls and wipeouts. So when we think about the ancestors, there's a lot packed in there. And for some, it conjures up family systems and not rocking the boat. And for some, uh, it has to do with the friendships that families make with other families within a culture. And so there's that. And then there's just the general cultural affiliations. And so what's kind of happening here is that we keep belonging and then belonging and then belonging to all these groups of energies. And then, you know, something shows up that we're not into. We don't prefer it. We don't like it very much. And then, you know, all this separation sort of starts and then farther down the line, there's maybe conflict or arguments or whatever. So there's also the other piece to this where uh, when we're looking at our own ancestors, the reason why we can do that um, is that we have affinity for something about that ancestral energy. Um, It may not be all of the ancestral energy that you see, Uh, But it might be parts of it that you really, really like and have affinity for. Um, And then, you know, some of that has to do with the cultures that these ancestors bring up and maybe the places around the globe that they're affiliated with. So you can belong to it all. You can belong to the earth. And that seems great. Like, wow, everybody's happy again. (laughs) But then out of meditation, Your mind starts doing that thing of analyzing everything, and then it gets complicated where you prefer some energies and others not so much. Uh, I prefer Italy over Spain, and yet my cultural affiliation is actually with Spain. So how did that happen? (laughs) 
<laughs> so how far back do you go? Which uh, ancestors are we talking about? Like the past lives start to overlap at some point and then um, it gets complicated. And so in meditation, it gets a little bit easier. Um, and so we're going to do some exercises today to make that a little bit easier and tap into that ancestral energy. And hopefully you'll be able to work with it whenever you need to. And um, when you get nostalgic about something, you have a place to go in your meditations to kind of hang out with your group, <laughs> whoever that is. But along the way today, you're going to notice some patterns. Um, you might notice some of the seasons that have to do with some of this ancestral energy where you notice the ups and downs over generations. Um, and you want to think about, uh, once we're in meditation, you want to think about if you had everything in your life the way you wanted it, what would be the ancestral support that's happening or that you would need? So, it's kind of a different twist to all of that energy that we use to like create stuff. So what if there was this pool of energy that you could say hello to and bring into present time? And that's kind of the energy of this ancestral space is that you're the version of it in present time. And what of that ancestral space are you bringing to the table? And as the more I talk, the worse it's going to get for me. <laughs> So I have to hurry up and get into meditation because there's another piece to this and we've all said it, no matter what psychic stuff you've been doing this lifetime, there is this thing about curses and curses are happening all the time. You know, I just need to get behind the wheel of a car and I probably, you know, yelled at a couple of people on the road just because, I don't know, that just somehow happens. And is that a curse? I mean, I hope not, but I'm kind of loud <laughs> and I kind of think I'm right. So, you know, what is a curse? Is it the words coming out of my mouth that seem very strong and directed at a certain place? Uh, is it that? Is it like this energy coming out of me towards something um, where you want something to be a certain way? <laughs> Maybe. Um, it just depends how big or small your de definition of curses are. And when we look at the ancestors, we want to kind of think about what they thought a curse was in the family. Um, there's lots of looping energies with this, and that's why we're going to get into meditation and clean those out. And this might be a little controversial to say this, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm believing these curses go both ways. So when you're in the middle of feeling cursed, you're not going to believe me at all. But today we're going to go back to the beginning before all the cursing. So if somehow in the family there's a thing that gets said about money and how we're cursed in this area having to do with money, um, We'd like to reverse that because if it's gone a certain direction over a couple of generations for a while, we can reverse it or we can open it up or we could close it down. Uh, sometimes with generational wealth that gets passed down again and again and again, uh, there's a real huge fear about money and yet you have it. <laughs> but it's like the fear of losing it and yet there's no actual expression of that in present time. So it gets very confusing and you start doing things unconsciously 
because you're not looking at the energy. And so today we're going to get in there. We're going to get into the surf. We're going to look at the ancestral stuff. And we're just going to enjoy all the things that happen in that space. Uh, We don't have to like it all, but we can enjoy that there's a lot of different types of energy in there. So it's not always about money or always about the family system. Uh, There's other things in there, too, that you're going to see. And so either way, there's lots of looping energies with this. So beginning with the time when you connected to these ancestors that you're using today in this lifetime, uh, there might be some past lives hanging around here, but I'd like you to think about the family you have this lifetime, the cultures and families and friends around you, and the energy that circulates your space. And there's usually uh, a meal or some argument or the same jokes that get told over and over. And you want to think about that repeating type of energy that happens within the uh, ancestral space. And you might notice different um, energies like health problems, money problems, relationship issues. Uh, There might be a situation where everybody gets married really early and divorced by the time they're 21. I have that in my family. So, you know, what is that? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean anything? And so some of the reversing type of energies will do is that maybe some of those things don't mean anything in uh, this time, in present time. But it's good to know that there have been others that have blazed that trail in the family. It's great to have that knowledge because then it opens it up to you can do other things. You don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over unless you want to. You could do something else, blaze a new trail. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath. You want to get into that space behind your eyes. You can feel that buildup of energy. It might be around your head, might be around your back, sort of pressing down. (laughs) Like they're all over you right now. Um, There might be just a circle of energy around you that the ancestors are waiting outside of that circle. So just sort of notice what's pushing and pulling you right now. Do you feel a lot of weight on your shoulders? Are you calm? Are you energetic? It makes me talk very fast, (laughs) as you can hear. You might want to notice if you're already afraid of some kind of conflict. You might notice if there's already some graphical depiction of the ups and downs of your family happening somewhere around your space. So I'd like you to pull in that aura pretty close to the body, about two feet above you, below you, and side to side, front and back. I want to just take a deep breath. From the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we'd like to connect to the center of the earth. We can think of the earth as, I guess, the biggest ancestor we can find right now. Just notice how you kind of can relax. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, that's right, the earth. I'd like you to just connect to the earth with a silver energy. We don't use this too much, um, but it does sort of help keep you on track, especially when we're looking at a lot of different kinds of energy all at once. 
and that can have a lot of an emotional charge. We want to just be sort of neutral and just allow some of that silver energy coming from the earth. It's going to bubble up into the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips. It's going to start to bubble up the spine. It's going to pass through all those different chakras. You'll notice if different areas of the body are sort of lighting up as you let this silver energy flow. We're kind of using that silver color as a way to remind us of some of the ancient stuff. Some of the much older energy within our body, within our family system. It's just going to allow us to be a little bit more neutral as we look at some of the generational information. So just let that silver sort of bubble up the spine, float over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. You can let some of that silver light start to flow through the fifth chakra at the throat, clear audience area, (laughs) a lot of telepathy is happening, a lot of stuff going on with the ears and the sinuses. As I talk about this, you might notice a lot of that movement, and that's fine. And just let that silver light continue through the center of your head at the sixth chakra and out the top of the head at the crown. So sometimes when the ancestors show up, you feel it on top of your head. And that's okay. They're not trying to hold you back. They're trying to be supportive, but they do make their energies felt. And so sometimes we think it's the ancestors holding us back. And that's not really true. So just take a deep breath. Notice that you can have this silver energy coming from the earth flowing through your space. So we've made this request of the earth to allow this silver energy to flow. Great. And so then we're going to invite our other ancestral energy that comes in from the sun. So there's part of us that are affiliated with the solar system. It may be others, but for now we're looking at this connection to our sun. And I'd like you to just allow some of that gold light to start to flow into the top of the head from the sun, down the back channels of the spine. into that first chakra. Some of it might continue to the center of the earth. Some of that golden light might flow through the arms and legs and up the front channels of the spine through all of those chakras. This is another way to just be a little more neutral as we look at this ancestral space. It also shows all the energies around you that we are being very focused right now with this gold and silver energy. We're getting to work. The other thing that might be a little helpful 
is that on top of your seventh chakra at the top of the head, I'd like you to imagine a little sphere of sky blue light. So in between the earth and the sun, there's this sky color of blue. It's just going to help you sort of see things a little bit easier than maybe if you weren't in meditation. And so sometimes the energies that we find along the way, they seem very big. They seem very important, but the sky blue energy just lets you sort of look without getting too involved in how important (laughs) or serious or not serious something is. Especially when we're looking at curses, we're just looking at them. We're not creating them. We might be doing other things with them, but it's not like we're trying to stir up things just for the sake of stirring up information. We have a purpose to this. And so in this present time energy that you're in right now, how could you be working with the ancestors? How could they be supporting your life? You might be thinking about changes or new things you want to do this lifetime, and they might have some information for you. There might be spirit guides that are ready to go to help you out. So we're going to go say hello to all that. So I'd like you to imagine a circle of light around your space on the outside of your aura. So about two feet front and behind you, above you, below you, side to side. And I'd like you to just let that circle of light around you, that can also be a sky blue, you'd rather have that be a gold, that's fine, or silver. Maybe you want all three. (laughs) You could just keep that sort of circle of light around your space. And I'd like you to say hello to what's happening in present time. And that's the energy that's right out in front of you. And I'd like you to say hello to the energy behind you, some of those uh, past histories within the family this lifetime. And then it might even go farther back, other generations. You might notice there might be ancestors hanging out with you when you look out in front of you or you look behind you. It might be easier to stay in the seventh chakra top of the crown or in the center of your head either one is fine and then off to the right you might see other ancestral energy showing up and off to the right side of you it's kind of like that creative energy so there might be things that are your family does <laughs> in quotes There might be things the family is known for, the way they create. Could be creating a life, creating a business, creating um, a party, creating traditions, any creative 
environment is off to your right. And then off to the left, it's anything having to do with the spiritual. So you might see some religious stuff happening off to the left. You might see some of the older spiritual stuff. Different cultures have different magic that you might be able to see off to the left. And so some of the things that we want to look at today is how can we create a little more space for ourselves and this ancestral energy to hang out in present time. So when we're thinking about curses and uh, times in the family that have not been so good, there might be a couple of generations back where, um, you know, it's like covered wagon days or whatever, which might have been a great wealthy thing to do to get into a covered wagon and go across country here in the States. But in other places, that may not have been a sign of wealth at all or a movement or freedom. It might have been something else. might have been escape. So just sort of look at those energies that might be circulating. some other past histories, some stories that have come down over the years. People repeat the same familial stories. I like you to just notice where these energies show up. Is it in front of you? Is it to the side of you? Behind you? Off to the left? That spiritual area. It doesn't really matter uh, where, which part of sort of the medicine circle that you're sitting in, which part uh, the ancestors show up or certain parts show up. But we just kind of want to have an idea of what's happening in present time out in front of you. The creative stuff over the right shoulder, past histories behind you those old stories. If um, furniture, for example, is being passed down over generations, that might be behind you. It might be a creative thing. Or somebody's always refinishing a table somewhere. (laughs) Maybe that's off to the right. So it, it doesn't really matter which direction some of these things show up. And then off to the left, some of that spiritual information. So when you think of these ancestors, it's not that you're responsible for the energy or you're responsible for taking care of the energy, but it is available to you. And when we think about curses or maybe things get created and then they fall apart, I'd like you to think about some of those things that you've heard over the years and what you'd like to change. Sometimes it's more of a feeling than an actual happening. 
So just take a deep breath and notice how much the energy has changed in the last couple of minutes. You might notice the ancestral realm getting a little bit organized around your space. You might think about some of the ups and downs that have occurred this lifetime. Maybe where folks have made references to past lives, past histories. There might be a historical record of your family that you know about or that you suspect exists, but you haven't found it yet. There might be some other types of mysteries that you're wanting to solve. Sometimes we can be in a crowded place, crowded airport or concert and find people that look just like us. And you're like, whoa, what if we're related? So there's some of that. like you to just notice some of that energy of belonging and not belonging that's sort of occurring at the same time. Notice where that is in this circle of energy around you. You might notice parts of your body wanting to move around or that already feels stiff. Any of that energy you can just release down the grounding cord back to the center of the earth. You might notice that you have the silver energy that's pointing things out to you or this gold energy from the sun that's pointing things out to you, but it's not necessarily an emotional space. And that's what we want. There's nothing wrong. We're just looking at the energy. And just notice if you're in the center of your head, or the top of your head. Great. So how I'm in front of you, I'd like you to let there be a little symbol of an hourglass and there's sand inside. And so it might be really full up at the top and just starting to flow into the bottom part of the hourglass. Or for some of you, if you imagine a cube out in front of you, maybe it's like dice. (laughs) Where one uh, part of the cube is, you know, on a flat surface. Other sides are exposed. You might notice what color they are, what color the sand is in that hourglass. Just sort of notice that space. There'll be some type of symbol there. And then off to your right, that creative energy like you to see another hourglass or a cube of energy. Just sort of notice where it is, what kind of color it is. And then behind you, I'd like you to see another hourglass or a cube. We're just sort of noticing the state of the energy flow right now. And then off to the left in that spiritual area, You might see another hourglass or a cube.
if you're having little trouble seeing these little symbols, I'd like you to just make them bigger. Just get them to a magnified state so you can see them. Great. So the first piece we're going to look at is behind you. All those past stories, those cultural stories, those familial stories, Sometimes there's big disasters. Sometimes there's very big traumatic events. Sometimes uh, there's these little smaller stories that seem to be repeated and repeated and repeated. I'd like you to look at some of that energy behind you. Notice the colors, the shapes. You might see little images of people, places, and things. And I'd like you to notice that symbol of that hourglass or that cube. Sometimes we have these past histories and they're very supportive to where we are in present time. Sometimes there's um, stories that get repeated that are pointing out things to avoid or they're there to protect you. It might be a helpful story. And other times it might look a little more chaotic or like extra information that's not maybe necessary in present time. So I'd like you to notice those past histories behind you. And there might be other past histories you'd like to highlight. You might want to magnify some of those images of where the family was stable or super happy or just a very beautiful scene of maybe a picnic somewhere. It might be just a pastoral scene. Maybe there's no people inside. And sometimes it can be very unconscious, which is why we have this gold and silver running through our space. You might notice little moments of heaviness and then lightness coming and going, and that's okay. We're just saying hello. So behind you, I'd like you to say hello to all of those past histories. Just notice if it's a column of light, if it's more of a landscape that keeps going off into infinity. Do they look like pictures on a wall? Does it look like a house behind you? Depending what is going on in present time, I'd like you to notice that you can, if you would like, you can turn over that hourglass. Maybe start the clock ticking in a different way. If you see a cube, um, you can turn it over on a different side to look at energy a little differently. Just notice that you have that ability to change things up, flip things around, 
So if there's any area back here in this past history area of your aura, if there's something there that sort of has to do with a repeated conflict, something where you would call it a curse, uh, something that's pointing out highs and lows, something that seems like it's a, a track of energy that's going to repeat and you don't want that particular energy, I'd like you to flip over that hourglass or that cube to a different side. You can change it. All right. So we're just going to let that gold and silver keep moving through your space. And we're going to turn around and look at the spiritual side off to your left shoulder. And I'd like you to take a look at all the different stories and histories that have to do with the spiritual makeup of that family and that culture that you're from. And there's something about that that might be helpful to you in present time. Or if you would like it to be helpful, and it hasn't been so far, you can look at all the stories that are sort of over there. It might look like a landscape. It might look like pictures on a wall. It might look like a book that's open to a certain page. to just notice some of that spiritual history information that's available to you. Sometimes we have many different organized religion energies ready to go. Sometimes we have other spiritual practices that are very, very ancient. Just kind of look at that space. this space has any of that energy of conflict or worry or some of that movement about um, some of the higher avatars or spiritual entities on top of the ancestors, I'd like you to just let that start to dissipate and just focus on the ancestors. Some families have affiliations to different gods, different angels, different saints. I'd like you to just let that release back to the center of the earth so you can see what the ancestors have for you. Sometimes the way families pray or they contribute to others in some altruistic way, that's kind of set in a certain energy, and that might not be the only thing that's available to you. Great. 
Okay, I'd like you to take a look at that hourglass and that cube, either one. That's off to the left there. And if you'd like to make some changes, you can do so now. You can flip over that hourglass. You can even lay it on its side. If you'd like things a little more balanced, you can move that cube to another side, flip it over. Just notice that you can let those energies know that things are going to look a little differently. Great. Okay. So take another deep breath and notice that you still have gold coming in from the sun, flowing through your space. You still have silver coming up from the earth. You have that sky blue energy on top of your crown chakra, that seventh chakra. Sky blue might be around you too, around your the edge of your aura. Maybe some gold and silver. And then I'd like you to look over to your right shoulder and let's look at the creative ideas and energies that hang out and come in from the ancestors. Sometimes we get inspiration from all sorts of areas of our lives, and some might come from the ancestors. So I'd like you to take a look at what that is right now. It might have to do with the creative arts. It might have to do with the way things are sort of created in a way that sustains the family over generations. If you come from a family of a certain... Uh, work style. I'm not even sure what to call it. Maybe they're all carpenters. Maybe they're all singers. Maybe there's a bunch of musicians in your ancestral realm. You might notice there's different affinities there. And some of it might be informing your current life now. Some of it might be blocked off. There are some families that if you're creative, it's like really bad. (laughs) It's not enjoyed or appreciated. And other families where that's all anyone wants to talk about are all the hobbies. So just notice that cube or that hourglass that might be hanging out there. Just notice where the energy is sort of set. Are you looking at lots of creative energies available? Are you looking at one or two? Would you like this area opened up, closed down? Does it need to be arranged differently? Some folks um, in present time don't want the whole family in their creative space present time and yet they all show up so you know you can change that you're not stuck with it Uh, some of us would like our family to acknowledge that we have a hobby (laughs) and uh that'd be great and it just never happens so either direction it doesn't matter just think about 
how the ancestors could support your creative self this lifetime. The ancestors also have uh, wants and needs from their lifetimes that they might like you to express this lifetime. So you could be coming from a whole group of engineers over generations, but somebody wanted to paint three generations back and they think you're it. But that doesn't you know, translate in this particular lifetime. So I'd like you to just notice that there might be wants and needs happening that may not be yours. They might be just ideas. And I think this is part of that thing of the ancestors being in your space. Kind of egging you on. Actually, it's just ideas. So just take a deep breath. Notice you have the silver and the gold energy flowing through your space. You're kind of neutral. You're just looking at all these creative ideas that might be available to you. If you don't see something specific, it might just come across as a color. And I'd like you to just, you know, turn over that hourglass, move that cube around where it feels comfortable to you in present time. Great. Okay. And then straight ahead, we're thinking about all the present time activities you might be involved with. There might be ancestral help that has been occurring. There might be other ideas that you have for the ways the ancestors might be able to help you. And in that case, I'd like you to invite in any of the family members that you actually know um, or have heard about. They might be written down. There might be different ancestral parties that could help you out, even though they're from a few generations back. We think about like the other side in mediumship as being just one or two generations from us, Um, but you can go very far, way back into those histories. So just sort of notice that past, present, and future are all sort of happening out in front of you. There's lots of options here. You might want to notice all the different ways you might have analyzed this ancestral energy. You might have noticed some of the conflicts that have happened. You might have noticed some of the curses, in quotes, that might have happened. Sometimes it's just things happen and then it gets labeled a curse. It's pretty.
pretty hard to make things stick as far as energy, as you can see. So this whole idea of a family being cursed is not exactly true. So you might want to look out in front of you, look at that present time space, and notice what other sort of tracks of energy or repeating energies have occurred. Because when things repeat enough, it starts to look like a curse, or what we would call a curse. And as you look out in front of you, you might want to look at where you are as a being and where you might want to do something new or different. You might want to break the mold of what the other ancestors have done. You might want to open up an energy to where your family becomes a lot larger or a lot smaller. You might notice there's lots of options here. And that the legacy you might want to leave behind might want to be open or accommodating or offer some level of stability or comfort. You might want to acknowledge your part and the beingness of you in all of this, that you're contributing to this ancestral space. Just take a deep breath and notice that energy of kind of like a seesaw energy, a wave energy going back and forth. You might notice it as a present time energy of like collaboration. And so any energy that shows up that starts to point out some of the seasons that the family might have had or that ancestors might have experienced of those ups and downs, some of the conflict that might get talked about. I'd like you to just release that back towards the center of the earth. If you notice it's not in you, it's outside of you. I'd like you to just release that back to the center of the earth. And notice any sort of energy about competition between family groups. Can also be grounded back to the center of the earth. Because you saying hello to the ancestors and that you're collaborating with this energy and it's available to you kind of opens it all up. So even if you don't exactly know what you need the ancestors to collaborate with you on, (laughs) you still have the energy open for collaboration. So just notice that space. 
So you don't need to plan the whole ancestral party and what's going to happen and who's going to show up. You can just have the ability to have one. So you can walk into a room and invite the ancestors to walk in there with you. If you'd like, it's like, it could be that simple. So just take a deep breath and notice that space out in front of you. Notice that hourglass symbol or that cube. And I'd like you to change them, either one. Either flip over that hourglass, move that cube to another side. You're just allowing yourself this little visual exercise where you're letting the energy know that things could be different. They don't have to be set in the same way that they were before. So I'd like you to come back to the center of your head or the top of your head. If you've gotten out there in your aura a little bit, you can come back to your space. I'd like you to notice that there might be one or two ancestors that want to work with you a little bit more closely than before. I'd like you to notice where they are around your space. You may know them, you may not. They might have a color around them. You might have a name. And I'd like you to decide that you'll meet them in your dream time to work out a few of the details. Sometimes there's a place around our space that the ancestors like to show up for these folks that you might want to meet in dream time. I'd like you to designate a space for them to hang out. Could be in your aura. Could be on your shoulder. You can give them a place. Great. Just take a deep breath. I'd like you to notice that you're still connected to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to release any other energy that might be hanging out still, having to do with the ancestors. And I'd like you to start to bring in a real deep blue energy coming from the earth. You might notice that deep blue energy flowing through the legs, bubbling up the spine. You might notice some of that solar light is coming in at a gold energy. It might look a little more white right now. And just on top of your head, I like you to just let that be gold. Just want to change up the energy just a little bit. Let the ancestors know that we'll stop bothering them <laughs> for now. And so you can come back to this meditation anytime. 
um, it kind of starts to change things in a very gentle way. And it opens up the lines of communications that's outside of your normal day-to-day sort of mental gymnastics that we all do. So just take a deep breath and notice that you're in that space, maybe now back behind your eyes. If you still want to hang out on top of your head, that's okay. Great. So for now, I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Venus Andrecht. And there's more on Inflow Radio. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.